Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. 16 in the fourth quarter for LaMelo. Grant Williams. KNC Masterpiece here on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin and Corey have the week off, so I, Reginald Atula, have stepped in in their stead to host with Mike Bassick, the man, the myth, the legend, and we got Chris Strong on the ones and twos. Thank you for rocking with us here. Um, one more hour of us before we hand it over to the G-Bag Nation. Um, brought us talking about Jamaican food, making me hungry over here, but um, we're happy to be with you on this Wednesday. I almost said Thursday. Um, it's okay. It is the Cowboys Thursday, though, as they're playing it's on Saturday. It's only our second day working, though. I know. I don't understand how this week feels. It's it's a very weird week being like this holiday season. A lot of people are off. It's very, very light on the uh, on the expressways. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's a very odd week, but it's been a fun one thus far. Fun one. Um, it'd be even more fun if the Cowboys had won on Sunday, but they have an opportunity to remedy that on Saturday as they take on the lines. It'll be 7-15 uh, kick, and it'll be here on 105 through the fan, but Let's talk about your Dallas Mavericks, who also have had a little bit of time off since they played on Christmas, right? And they'll play again tomorrow. I'm glad you're, you're giving me this because I honestly didn't know. After Christmas, I figured I knew that they had off the 26th. Yeah. And then I was like, do they have off on the 27th? I did, Like I said, it's my wife's birthday. So, like, it is it is time to concentrate on my wife. They played so. tonight. Yes. Cavs, Cavs at Mavs tonight. Yes, they do. Oh, they crap. do. They play tonight. Well, I'm not going to watch it. Just to be honest. In your face, Mavs. I'm sorry. Sorry, Mavs. No, I, I understand. It's like your love for the Mavericks, your love for your wife. And I understand which one wins, but you should probably go against that and still support your wife. Yeah, you know? I, I was honestly hoping they would play tomorrow because I don't have a conflict tomorrow. That's right. I have a conflict tonight. I mean, you can always record it and just... I don't think after we're done with uh, dinner and everything with uh, I, I see what you're laying down. I don't I think see where you're going like, for. All right, Sue. Yeah. Good night. That's I'm right. now going to watch the Maverick game. That's right. There's other other activities that are going to be happening. I hope. I don't know. That's right. It's up to her. <laughs> That's fair enough. She might say I've had enough of you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully you make her, her birthday special enough that it is it, it, it all ends well. Um, now, with your Mavericks... The, win- the wings for this Mavericks team has kind of been interesting. And I guess I'm gl- I'm lumping Grant Williams in with the wings because he- he's not quite a ring, except you brought him in thinking that he could kind of help you with a little bit of versatility there. He's a forward. He's going to play in that four spot. But you thought that he was going to be a defensive, uh, defensive help, an organizer for you. And then offensively, the season started, and you were like, all right, he can do some offense things, but he was shooting lights out early. Yeah. And so I that's think— That's helping him tremendously on his percentages. Yeah, and I, I think that's—you're going where I want to get here, where Derek Williams, the expectations were high defensively, and the, the expectations offensively got high. Grant Williams. Or Grant Williams. Who did I say? Derek Williams. Who is that? 
Oh, know. he was the dude out of Derek Arizona? Williams was the dude out of Arizona. I, I swore two overall pick. I swore he was going to be so good. Anyways, that's not that's neither here nor there. But has Grant Williams been a little bit of a disappointment for you this season, Mike? Yes. I don't want to say yes. The Mavericks have not been a disappointment. The Mavericks have exceeded my expectations. Absolutely. So far. But we're going to talk about positive here in a minute. Let's start off with the negative because Grant Williams was supposed to be your third best player on the team. Right now, when I rank Grant Williams on this team, I rank him as the seventh best player on this team. Wow. So seven. Now here's who I have ahead of him. Obviously, okay. the first three are very easy. Luca, Kyrie, Clearly Dwight Powell. and Lively. Yep. <laughs> Not Dwight Powell. <laughs> Luca, Kyrie, and Lively are the three best players on this team, and I don't think it's anywhere close. I don't think anybody else can actually come close to those three guys. Yeah. Number four to me is so far, even though he's slowing down, Tim Hardaway Jr. For the month of December, he is shooting 32.7% on 10 three-point attempts per game. (laughs) He's shooting 10 three-point attempts per game, not 10 attempts per game from the field. He shoots 10 three-pointers per game in the month of December. So his number has come down from a 38% three-point shooter in the month of uh, October and November down to now a 32.7% three-point shooter. Which is not what you want. No, especially if you're shooting it 10 times, but he is, uh, you know, I'm jacking it up, and let's see what happens. And that's fine. We know who Tim Hardaway Jr. is, and he's having overall a, his best year of his career. Sure. This is the best year so far of his life in the NBA. So I have Tim Hardaway Jr. as your fourth best player on the team. I have right now Derek Jones Jr. as the fifth best player on your team, Dante Exum as your sixth best player on the team, and Grant Williams as your seventh best player on the team. And I'm – We'll talk about the positives, the two guys that I have right, right. overranked him. Yeah. But this is not – I'm hope this is the reason we're finding out why Boston said we have to replace this guy and we have to bench him during the playoffs. He did get benched last year during the playoffs. Grant Williams became such an outsider on that Celtics team that they said, we're not playing him anymore. He's not good enough to play. And unfortunately, as this season has progressed – He has been a disappointing part of the Dallas Mavericks, even though it hasn't really hurt the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, and I mean, some of this is like the ways in which I anticipated, at least, coming into the season. I thought it would be a little bit quiet in general, right? I thought he would knock down threes every once in a while, which he's kind of come back to. And I thought defensively, it wouldn't be as obvious, especially because defensively it's it's not super easy to tell when somebody's doing well, but not like outstanding. Right. But the defense has been – it's been solid, but it hasn't been nearly as good as I was hoping. And that that was supposed to be the staple. And so yeah. he looks a lot like the Grant Williams of the Boston Celtics, as you were mentioning, who was a good rotation piece. But you need him to be more than a good rotation piece. You need him to be kind of foundational, at least in defense, and it hasn't quite been that. So my dad taught me this, and I agree with this. And this was based off of one of his former coaches who then later in his life was coaching with the Detroit Tigers and said, this is to Cecil Fielder, Prince Fielder's dad. You know, hey, you're just like a great hitter right now. But if you ever slow down, you're going to be a fat ass. And that's what people are going to say. Hey, you're you're a fatty, and you're overweight, and you're killing this team. So you better keep doing well. And mm. I'm, I'm wondering this on Grant. He's always had a bubble butt. I saw him at Tennessee. <laughs> I saw him here play in the round of 32. Uh, you know what to do, Chris. And so... I'm wondering this. I'm wondering this because I I followed his career, but not closely. 
is he a little bit overweight? Is is the way the Mavericks are playing? The Mavericks have now gone to more of an up-tempo team, not the fastest team in the NFL or um, in the NBA, not one of the fastest teams in the NBA, but a faster team. They are playing at a pace that I'm just wondering. This is all I'm, I'm just wondering. I don't know. Is Grant too heavy to play at the style the Mavs are playing at? Is he better for the way Luka used to play? And I'm not saying the Mavs should go back to that. I love the way the Mavs play. But is Bubble Butt Williams, is it, is it hurting him how quick the Mavs are playing? Because even Jason Kidd this last game, he sat him on the bench. He didn't play him in the fourth quarter. Against Phoenix, he's like, you can't play, in, you can't play at this pace. They're playing small ball. We are playing with Derek Lively, but he gets up and down the court really great. I can't play Bubble Butt Williams if we're going to play it this style. I'm so uncomfortable with this nickname. Uh, you might be you might be onto something of that the idea of the 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 pace of this not quite fitting him, and then also and, and I'm somebody, not giving up on him either. But no. it hasn't been a good start for his Maverick career. And look, there's something to be said for this is a new team for him as well, and it's a different role as well that he's trying to move into. That he has challenged himself with this, and so it requires him to find a way to grow into it. But and someone, heavier guys usually get heavier; they usually don't get thinner in their career. He's only 25, but guys that are his size and that are undersized guys in the NBA usually at 30 or 31, their career ends. I hate saying that, but that's just the reality of watching the NBA when you're a heavier set, undersized player. You don't have a long career. He should have another five to six years left in the NBA. But it's weird that he regressed so much last year with the Celtics as the season went along, and now he's not fitting with this team very well. Yeah, you know what I can see sometimes? Tell me if you see this as well, Mike, as you watch a lot of these Mavs games, if not all of them. He seems to want to try and be within the mold of uh, Draymond Green. And I could I could see it a little bit with the temperament, but also like somewhat with the play style, although he does shoot I wish threes. he was a better rebounder and passer. If that's, if that's what he's trying to do, and it's tough because he's heavy. He doesn't jump well. He's, he's never been a good rebounder, and he's not – we need him. The Mavs need him. The way the Mavs play him at kind of a power forward position – they need him to be a better rebounder, but yeah. it doesn't seem like he can because he's not a great like space. He doesn't create the space. Yep. When Draymond Green was in his in his prime, and then he doesn't jump well at all, so he doesn't really compete for contested rebounds. And I don't know if that's going to change. I, I think he's better. I think he's better than this than he has been the first approximately thirty games of the season, but. I'm, I've been, like, wanting a lot more from Grant Williams on a nightly basis. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm as well. And so I wonder if, like, as he, sits, you know, kind of gets into the rhythm of this, if it gets better and he, if he knocks down more shots, that also makes all this more appealing. But let's talk about the positives of yes. this because— because I ranked two guys ahead of him. Yes, and I thought, I thought those were perfectly ranked because—and I don't know that we anticipated these being exactly the same case. Derek Jones Jr., and Dante Exum have both surprised, especially in a place where you needed wings. You needed because yeah. Grant Williams isn't even quite a wing, but we were looking at guys like Josh Green at being as being your starting three, and he's a guard really. And you've had these two guys who one of them is a guard in all reality, and Dante Exum, but he has the size to play wing. And Derek Jones Jr., who have stepped in and be, been very good wings for you. Now I know that Tim Hardaway Jr. is a better shooter than Derek Jones Jr. One hundred percent. Well. Do you know Derek, Derek Jones Jr. is shooting a better percentage this year from three than Tim Hardaway Jr.? Now, that doesn't mean that he's a better shooter. 
they don't even close out on Derek Jones Jr. The 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 scouting report is because Luca is so unbelievable. When Kyrie is healthy, he's so unbelievable with the ball. And then you have to try to protect different things there. They just let Derek Jones Jr. shoot. And it's like, we're going to live with it because his scouting report for six years is he can't shoot to save his life. Well, you know what's interesting about that is once they had signed him, I was like, man, he can't shoot. And I started digging into the numbers a little deeper, and I might have told you this when I saw this, is, oh, I look at his corner three shooting yeah. from, and if you look, you can kind of grade it on NBA.com to see open shots, wide open shots, contested shots, and his wide open shots was in the mid 30s when it came to the percentages. Okay, and he's and getting I was wide like, open shots on this I was team. Like, oh, so they looked at these numbers deeper and they said, okay, he's not a great three point shooter. However, Luka Doncic gets dudes wide open shots. Yes. And if we can get him wide open shots spotted in the corner, which is what you expect from a three and D that you're trying to get him to be. This can be tenable, and honestly, that has been the proof of concept because right now he's shooting 37% from three. Yeah, and so this is the great news of this season. Derek Jones Jr. and Dante Exum have been outstanding. I didn't think anything of these signings. The Mavericks have done this a zillion times. I'm sorry I'm drawing a blank on the guy that got two triple doubles in his life uh, in Memphis, and then the Mavs gave him a three-year, $24 million contract. He has a brother that used to play in the NBA. If you, he's a six 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 five guard, but like they've done this before. They've they've gone after guys like Dante Exum, like uh, Derek Jones Jr., and it just hasn't worked out. Even like a guy who I was really excited about when they got was Josh Richardson. It didn't work out. Yeah, I thought like he was going to be this guy that was going to be this really great complement to Luca's game, and he just wasn't. And he hasn't really done much ever since leaving Dallas either. But I look at here's the positive. As Grant Williams has struggled, as Josh Green once again is not healthy and not providing much to the Dallas Mavericks when he's on the court, two guys are. Josh Green and and uh, Williams were supposed to be your third and fourth best players on this team going into the year, and they have not really helped you much at all. But here is the positive. Derek Jones Jr. and Dante Exum have stepped into the roles and been very good players for you. So as two guys have failed, they've gotten failing grades from me. Two guys have gotten because of where I had them started, have gotten A-plus grades. Oh, DeLon Wright is who you were thinking. Yes. Of. That's right. Good point. Yeah. And so I, I look at thank Jones Jr. and I look at Dante Exum and I say, thank God. As a big-time Mavericks fan, thank God they have stepped up because they're stepping into roles that you were hoping, in a way, they're different players, but you were hoping that Williams and Josh Green could step into that they haven't been able to. And I think this is the positive. I don't think Josh Green is as bad as he's played this year, or it's, maybe he is this hurt all the time. And then Grant Williams is better than this. He just is. He's right. not this bad. Yeah. Is that you have two guys that have stepped up tremendously in their somewhat lack of production or absence. And I think along those lines, this feels sustainable for Exum and Derrick Jones Jr. It doesn't feel yeah. like they're playing above their head. However, you mentioned the other two guys where we talk about Josh Green. I have some concerns with Josh Green, but then also – uh, Grant Williams, I still think that there's capacity for significantly better play. And so that, all things yeah. considered, I, know I think we're that out it of gets time. better over time. I love what you're saying. And this does give Nico, as he's evaluating this team and looking for tra- – look, they can't rebound and they ultimately can't play playoff defense. Yeah. But now that Exum and Lively have done what they've done – sorry, not – well, Lively too, but Jones Jr. too, is that you look at it and you go, hey, we maybe have more trade assets than we thought we would have. Can't see Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Uh, look, I, I enjoy talking Mavs with you. We'll probably get more into it tomorrow. Obviously, yeah. they play tonight against the Cleveland Cavaliers, so yeah. we'll be able to talk about what we see from those guys. In the all morning, those guys. I will watch the 15-minute yeah! YouTube deal, and I will see the box score. And then also give us an update on Sue's birthday. 
went great. I hope. What? I hope. Okay. I so have everything set up. I did everything. Okay. So you already husband, planned it. Okay, your gotcha. deal is to make sure that you set everything up and don't say, what do you want? I've learned my lesson over 20, almost 24 years of marriage. You mm. don't, for birthday, for woman, you don't say, hey, what would you like to do? They don't like that. They like it if you can perceive what they want. Yes. But then don't you get it wrong. You schedule everything. Bad, you invite bad. the friends. You get the place for dinner. You, She's getting a Yaya foot massage with one of her best friends here in a little bit. So you set okay. all those things okay, up. Okay, Mike, I see you shelling out the money for that. See? That's very nice. Uh, it's the KSC Masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan and because of the KNC masterpiece and it is a Wednesday we're going to power rank all the power rankings and we'll do that next on the fan worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Apparently, it's the get Mike. It's KNC like Masterpiece it. here on 105.3 The Fan. Send in your, uh, your pre- proposed name for my show with Mike Bassick as we are continuing it throughout this week. Kevin and Corey have the week off uh, from the 214. Remember, we'll be at Buffalo Wild Wings in Burleson Buffalo on Friday. Buffalo Wild Wings. Me and you. That's right. I'm excited to eat wings and see the people. Good luck. You got to eat wings fast. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because of the breaks and then people are talking to you? Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't thought about it. Like, it's like a competitive sport. In a weird way, I do like their burgers there, too. So I think sometimes getting, like, a sandwich, whether you want to get a buffalo chicken sandwich or whatever, is quicker to eat than eating wings. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, wings I, take a little bit longer to eat, but you can kind of down a sandwich in a break. Right. I feel like I might need to go, and I, I typically campaign against, uh, for me personally, the boneless wings, but I might need to go boneless wings so I can go, like, there, fork and knife yes, and just quickly take I don't bites. know, you know, Kevin... I love Kevin, but sometimes his palate suggests that chicken nuggets with sauce on it 
is better than a chicken wing. I do like a chicken wing with a bone better. Absolutely. But in this scenario, sometimes chicken nuggets covered in sauce is better. Okay. Or, and I, I hope the Bobs don't hear this, maybe I just eat wings regular and then, you know, show be damned. <laughs> you know, maybe that happens. <laughs> Replay. Here's the best of That's on right. December. Th- like, that'll be our last show of 2023. Oh, my. I best hadn't thought of. about that. Yep, that's right. I'm just gonna we're gonna work right. on that, and we're just gonna have a hangout at Buffalo Wild Wings. Shall be damned. Uh, no, because we're we're gonna be at Buffalo Wild Wings in Burleson on Friday. Uh, Cowboys tickets to Cowboys Lions, courtesy of Miller Lite. So you want to come and hang out? But people have sent in the R&B masterpiece, the beard and the bald, uh, the Reginald mm-hmm. and Michael conversation. Uh, I don't like that one. That one's a little too uh, a little too graphic. But keep sending those in. I'll try and read them as long as they feel like they're appropriate for air. For 1.30 in the afternoon. But it is the KNC Masterpiece, so we have to do some power ranking. The power ranking. Michael Bassick, what you got for me? Okay, so I'm going to go to NFL.com's team power rankings. Okay. I'm going to be honest here. I'm struggling to find CBS Sports quarterback power rankings. They should be out, but I only see last week's. I don't see this week's. You know what I wonder? Is right. it because of Christmas and I everything? I wonder if they've, Monday? they shifted it. Yeah, because so maybe that'll be for tomorrow because Dak was number four on the list. I, I do have last week's power rankings pulled up, which I think will change a lot because last week the quarterback power rankings were Brock Purdy one, Josh Allen two, mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson three, Dak Prescott four, and Tua T five. I think those are going to change quite a bit with the way Brock Purdy played. Not that Dak played horrible, but he did lose to the number five quarterback in two sure. a T, so those could change a little bit. And then Lamar Jackson right now is the favorite to win the MVP. Does he jump to one? Does Josh Allen go from two to one? I, I don't know. But I can't find those for now, so that's last week. Now, let's go to NFL.com team rankings. All right. Now, the tough thing is, is right now, sometimes I don't get crazy about NFL team rankings because it's very similar to their records. Yeah, we've gotten to the point. You are what you are. So, number one is pretty easy. Is it the Baltimore Ravens? Yes, obviously, they crushed the number two team. Which is the San Francisco 49ers. All they did was change. Last week on NFL.com, San Francisco was one and Baltimore was two. Can I ask you this? Because this seems to be a question that comes up when discussing that game, okay. right? And I, I, I don't know if we got to this point in particular when we were talking about it on Tuesday, uh, which was yesterday. I don't know why I said yeah. Tuesday as if it was not yesterday. But um, you run that game back again. Yeah. Do you feel like it happens near that or do you feel like it's a different game? So here's before that game was played, yeah. I would have said... San Francisco wins that game seven out of ten times. Okay. Now I would say it's a 50-50. I would say if they played ten times, and this would be great for a Super Bowl matchup because I do think San Francisco has a chance to beat Baltimore. Baltimore has a chance to beat them again. But I would say now it's more of a 50-50 proposition because I I just can't see Baltimore, unless I'm forgetting a turnover Baltimore had, they won the turnover battle 5-0. to zero. That's right. That's not happening again. Even – when you play the Carolina Panthers, you don't win the the turnover battle 5-0, to zero, and they're the worst team in the NFL. So I think it's a 50-50 game. So Baltimore is one, San Francisco is two. They just changed positions. I think here's where it gets really interesting. Who would you have, Reggie, if you agree with one and two? Do you agree with that? You would have yeah. Baltimore one, San I agree with that too. Right now, because of the win, I would have Baltimore one, San Francisco two. To be honest... I do still have San Francisco winning the Super Bowl. So, in my mind. Now, Trent Williams plays a major role in that. If Trent Williams 
can't come back from the growing groin injury. I always hate that, that word. word they always say you. growing, <laughs> but it's groin if I'm trying to say it right. <laughs> One more time for me. <laughs> is uh, I still have San Francisco. You sound like a cartoon spring. Yeah, winning the Super Bowl this year. So maybe I should have them still number one, but that would be tough to put them one when they just lost to the other team with the best record in the NFL. Who would you have as your number three power ranked team? This, uh, I wonder if uh, the Buffalo Bills have been playing so well recently that I wonder if, you know, the record it gets thrown out. Um, it's between them and the Miami Dolphins in my mind because I, love I think the Dolphins are going to be given a lot of credit. Are the Eagles still here at three? No. The Miami Dolphins are at three. Okay. I'm with you. If I was doing my power rankings, I would have this. I would have Buffalo at three. I think Buffalo, I have San Francisco winning the Super Bowl. I have Baltimore with the second best chance to win the Super Bowl. So if I'm power ranking it this way, I have Buffalo with the third best chance to win the Super Bowl. I think Buffalo's better than Miami. Maybe it's my bias of watching Buffalo play Dallas and then Miami play Dallas. I would have Buffalo number three. They have Buffalo all the way down at number seven on these power rankings. They do not give, NFL.com does not give Buffalo a, a lot of credit for their late season run here, where Miami, they have at number three overall. Ryan, I think that's fair, right? There's been, uh, football is still a small sample size sport all the, all the way across. It's why we get in some places where we think we know something, and then two weeks later, we're like, oh, this yeah. is entirely different. It's just such a small sample size that variance comes through. However... I feel like we still have to make sure that we consider all of this. And I think it's more fair what they're doing than what I'm doing because I am doing the thing where we ride the roller coaster and we feel yeah. what we feel as opposed to there's still the, the issues that happen early in the season aren't entirely yeah. gone because they fired Ken Dorsey. They can probably crop up at various times. Because Miami and Buffalo are playing each other now, that game might not mean anything. That's the tough thing. I think yeah. if Miami wins, it, 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 it can mean something for Miami. Possibly, you'd have to help me out with tiebreakers. If possibly they could overtake the Baltimore Ravens, but I'm afraid that that Miami game, they might sit out going, we're the two seed. And there's nothing we can do to change it. Like if, if Miami wins this week, which they should, then they're the two seed. And I don't think they can move up to one, and I don't think they can move down to three because if you look at the AFC South and you look at what Kansas City has now done, they're secured. If they're 12-4, and four, they're secured as the two seed. And I think if if Baltimore wins, I think, I'm not 100% sure with tiebreaker, I think they're secured as the one seed. Well, that would be Baltimore versus Miami, right? That's that's the game this week. So I think that would be, that, that would be tiebreaker, wouldn't it? It's Baltimore versus Miami? Yes, I'm so excited Holy for this game, dude. guacamole. That's awesome. Because I have Miami number four in my power rankings. If I have Buffalo three, I have Miami four. They have Miami three, and they have – I think this, is, this isn't this is right. They have Philadelphia four. I saw Philadelphia. They got blown out by the Cowboys. I have the Cowboys better than Philadelphia. They struggled at home to beat the Giants. I get their records 11 and four. To me, Philadelphia – they're probably not going to lose in the first round of the playoffs. Probably not. But I think they're going to lose in the second round. I could see it. I could absolutely see it. This is an Eagles team that does not have the easy answers that it seemed like they had last yeah. year. The one easy answer they have, it has to be short yarded situation. And the chunk plays are necessary for them because they don't have like the steady offense anymore. Well, how about this to end the season? Because I'm sorry, I didn't know that Baltimore and Miami were playing this week. That's one versus three in the power rankings and one and two in, in the AFC. In the AFC. Yeah. That's unbelievable. How about this? 
Number five is Detroit, and number six is Dallas. I was like, yeah, where, where is this going to happen? Because that's, that's the matchup on Saturday. Yeah. So Saturday night, according to what the NFL.com people think, the number five and six team in the NFL are playing Saturday night, the Dallas Cowboys hosting the Detroit Lions. I mean, it feels like it has that kind of weight to it. Um, they're... I wonder how far the Cowboys will fall if they lose this game. I'm... I'm oh, going man. to predict right now, I'm going to predict without a score yet, I'm going to predict the Cowboys to bounce back and win this game by like three or four points. I think it's going to be a very fun game to watch, a very good game, and I think the Cowboys stay perfect at home this year. If this game was in Detroit, I'd pick Detroit to win, just to be honest. For some reason, at three and five on the road, if this game was at Detroit, I'd say Detroit's going to win. But the one thing, like like I said, we've already we've discussed a ton the idea of what yeah. is causing the Cowboys road uh, woes. And some of the things is like, oh, well, they're playing on grass. That's not something you have to worry about for field, right? In, indoors, right. those types of things. So if those are the things that are indeed factoring, maybe you think that that changes. But no, I, 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 I'm I, tend to uh, be in line with you on that going on. The thing that I keep thinking about, and of course we have a couple of days where we're going to really dig deeper into this matchup with the Lions. Jared Goff is such an interesting guy to me because when he is protected – and in the right circumstance, he's a very good quarterback. Not just a good, very good quarterback, and that's what you're seeing. However, when he's under pressure, he is not. He is. I, I yeah. liken it to a gremlin getting wet. It just falls apart. Now the Cowboys have helped out this power ranking because if you think about it, here's their last few games. They've played number three Miami. They played number four Philadelphia and destroyed them. They're about to play number five Detroit. They're number six, and they just got destroyed by number seven, Buffalo. So if you look at that December schedule. We can bounce it back real quick. They played number three, number four, number five, which we haven't played yet, and number seven in the power rankings, and you're number six. You're one and two in those games. Coming out two and two isn't that bad. Now, obviously, you'll probably knock Detroit down to seven or eight uh, in the power rankings. But still, if you look at the power rankings and you played – four of the top six or seven teams in the NFL to finish your schedule out. I get, you get to play the commandos at the end, but like that was arguably the toughest four game stretch in the NFL. I guess Baltimore could say they have the toughest if they're playing one or now number two and number three here right. down the stretch. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a great point. And that's, it, it sounds a lot different one and three versus two and two. And so, yeah, yeah it, this this is a must win in that way. And also just get them back to a place where they're playing better football um, is absolutely necessary for these Cowboys. And we'll begin talking about that tomorrow right okay. here on the KNC Masterpiece on 105 Through the Fan. But as of right now, there's one more thing to do for us on this day, and that's the crosstalk with the G-Bag Nation. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. KC Masterpiece here on 105.3 The Fan. Kevin and Corey out for the week, so I, Reginald Latula, have stepped in to host with Mike Bassick. Uh, very many names have come in on the truckrake.com text line of what we should call it, but I'm still going to call it the KNC Masterpiece because uh, it's the it's the baseball show of record in DFW, talk great basketball, football, and have a lot of fun, and so we want to keep that brand going. Uh, but right now it's time, uh, brought to you by DNM Leasing, another great brand, uh, to talk with and crosstalk, rather, with the G-Bag Nation. It is Zach and Brian brought us today. Fellas, how are you doing? Fantastic, Reg. What the hell's going on, man? How are you? Hey, man, we're doing hey. pretty well. At least I'm doing well. I can't speak for Mike. Mike, <laughs> Mike are you doing you, well? You doing well? I'll speak for myself. I am doing well. I'm known as, to my own son, who's 15 years old, I'm known as a Cowboys hater. I, I understand where he's coming from. He's like, Dad, you're a Cowboys hater. I'm like, you know what? I kind of am. But I'm optimistic that the Cowboys can still make the NFC Championship game and possibly still make the Super Bowl. I get San Francisco's better. I'm wondering about Trent Williams. You know, let's see mm-hmm. how their injury situation is. And, and I'm, I mean, look, if they're if San Francisco's 100%, you have no chance. But they might not be 100% when you play them in the playoffs. I'm still optimistic that the Cowboys can make an NFC Championship game and still optimistic that they could make the Super Bowl. I wouldn't bet on it. But I am optimistic on the Dallas Cowboys still in 23. Am I crazy? No, I think you should be optimistic. Do I think it's likely? No, uh, being a realist. But I don't think the NFC is that great. Uh, I think this week is going to tell you a lot. You know, I, I do think the Lions are a good football team. And they're one of these teams that can run the football the way that Buffalo did and San Francisco did, where they've got a mean, nasty, physical offensive line, and they got two backs that are very talented. Don't yep. say that. So, I mean, you're looking at, okay, San Francisco, you don't match up well. Do you Can, can you match up with Detroit? Those are the two teams. Because I think you're better than Philly, and I think Philly's kind of crumbling before our eyes. Is this the toughest home game of the year for the Cowboys? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So this week will tell you a lot. You know, if they can beat Detroit, then I really think there's only one team in the conference that, assuming they're healthy, because we've seen San Francisco loses one or two pieces, they're not the same team, and they don't overcome that. But if everyone is healthy, I just don't, still don't think you're matching up and beating San Francisco on whether it was in Dallas. I don't think you're beating San Francisco. But if you can knock off Detroit, we'll see how the path ends up going. And, and the Lions, I mean, obviously the offense has that strong offensive line, strong offensive play. Um, but their defense, it, it, it looked good for a second. It's not it's not good anymore, is it? No, they're, okay. you can score on their defense. I mean, Nick Mullins was just throwing the football pretty That's well true. against their secondary. They've got Aiden Hutchinson. I don't think they got much on the defensive line. I know Brian will give us a breakdown in Krusty's corner. That's but right. their offense should terrify you. Okay. Yeah, their offense we'll talk about today. I, I just kind of think. Uh, the last time the Cowboys won two games on the road to go to a Super Bowl, I think it was like 1975. Okay. It's been it's been, okay. been a minute. And we lost that <laughs> Super Bowl. That's, yeah, it's been it a has minute. been a minute. Yeah, yeah. so, but, you know, the Cowboys, so, the Cowboys through history have not played a lot of road playoff games. You know, if you look just through history. But, yeah, for them to have to win two on the road, history mm-hmm. is not on their side that way. It, strange thing, the NFL. Strange lady, as we say. Uh, well, but, yeah, you've, 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 been you on, you've been on plane rides after – Road games. Man, I'll tell you what, that used to make me sick sometimes. How physically beat up is a team after a, a tough road win? Like a tough a tough road game where it's a physical playoff environment. A win or a loss? Well, let's say a win because you okay. would hope that the Cowboys, after, let's say, winning yeah. the, the wild card round, they've yeah. won a division, they've won a, sorry, a wild card game on the road. 
very physical game, and now you're going on the road again. Like, how much energy, How is it 5% more? Is it 15% more that takes it out of you playing a road game? Like, yeah, especially a road playoff I'll game. I'll tell you, we, when, in Green Bay, we won a road game at, uh, at San Francisco and then played Dallas in the NFC Championship game, and we all kind of knew going to Dallas we were not going to win. You know, we just we just as a knew. staff, you or do you feel like the, you, well, you feel you, like the players? No, because yeah, because we knew Dallas had a better team. You know, yeah. we just knew. Uh, yeah, the the adrenaline in the the plane ride home is always fun, with everybody taking Vicodin and drinking beer on the plane. <laughs> you know, to kind of get everybody right, you feel good. About and that's it. just the staff. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, so you know, you feel good Eight on plus. the you're feeling, you. feeling good on the plane, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. It, it's the chase. It, you know, but you 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 do it. It does come down to how good your players are on the end. It, it's very rare. It's very rare that you go on the road and, and win a game. I mean, I, I hey, the New York Giants are, were pretty damn good at it one time. When the Giants, what did they do? They went and beat they beat Tampa, Dallas, and then they beat uh, Green Bay. Green Bay. And, Brett Favre. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, there's been that was 07. Yeah, there's been some times where you've you've you you that that run is pretty. But I always tell you what these teams. This is why I feel like like the Rams and you guys were talking about Tampa early. Mm-hmm. I think these are where teams are dangerous because all of a sudden every game is a playoff game to them. Like Buffalo yeah. right now, every game to Buffalo is a playoff game. You know they can't they can't afford a loss. So all of a sudden, you know, the teams that are always fighting, you know, to get in the playoffs, I worry about them more than I do the teams that like the San Francisco's, like the Rams. Yeah, the Rams are in a the Rams are in a situation now where they're having to try and win every game to make sure that they stay in the playoffs. I, that's 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 a good thing to have going forward. To your point, didn't Tampa kind of back into the playoffs last year? And oh, yeah. This year they'll more oh, yeah. earn their way into the playoffs. Yeah. I think the they end. won the last game of the year. Did they beat Atlanta? Maybe or something. Okay. It was, it was crazy. Right. Yeah, it was, a, it was a terrible. I mean, the division it, was probably eight, worse nine. last year than it was even this year. Yeah, they, they were and, eight, and, nine. and Brady yeah. wasn't playing great. Their defense wasn't the same as it was offensively. They couldn't run the football. They can run the football now with Rashad White. And yeah. I said we agreed that Baker Mayfield. Yes, you were right about that. He's playing better yeah. football. Ball right Tom Brady, now than yes. Tom Brady yes. last yes. year at this Absolutely, point. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. But that's what makes the NFC so interesting because now you're looking at, okay, the Rams, nobody really wants to play them. That's a tough team. Can the Rams go to Detroit and win? Yeah, they could. Could the Rams go to Philly or San Francisco and win? See, I think they absolutely could. Seattle's got Philly's number. What if that's a first round matchup? Yeah, that's my secret. That's my secret. How to how to get San Francisco maybe knocked out of this thing <laughs> is get somehow get the get the, you know, San Francisco likely going to have the bye. But then you have the Rams go to Philadelphia and win, and then have the and then have the Rams go to San Francisco and win. That's kind of my sneaky. How do you find a way to 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 knock out a couple? But I don't think anybody wants to play the uh, play the Rams right now. No, I mean early in the year when Dallas played them, it was kind of like ah, okay, you kind of caught them, kind of caught them at a good time. You know, it's kind of like it's kind of like Philadelphia catching Arizona now. Hey. And Zach, you have on your Rangers hoodie right now. I have on a. I want that high again. I know the Cowboys didn't get a high off of the Rangers winning the World Series, but we did. Our our Metroplex did. Can you imagine if somehow a month from now, approximately, we got to that high again? I can't. No, not again. That's a different high. Yeah. Like as much as I know, this Metroplex loves the Texas Rangers and Tarrant County specifically. Shout out to Tarrant County. 
it's a whole different ball game. I know. I don't what? know. I, I don't know how I would react. I don't. I mean, that post. It would be. It would be unreal. Okay. It's been a dream. Oh, getting to do compare, the post game on that game. My okay. Goodness. Compare your your Ranger series that you didn't think they were going to win to how you would how if the Cowboys could beat San Francisco. What was the series? <laughs> what was the series? Tampa Bay that, or what Houston. Was, which series think, did you think, when, like, the I'll Rangers can Especially can't be- when Altuve hit the home run off yeah. of LeClerc to go up 3-2 to two and you had to go to Houston and yeah. try to come off of that low of yeah. losing that game when you thought you had it won after the Adolis home run. Um, that would be similar, but I understand what Reggie's saying, what you're saying. Yeah. The Cowboys doing it because they... Hell, the Rangers had success in 10 and 11. They went to the World Series. Cowboys haven't even been to the NFC Championship game. What year were you born? 91. What year were you born, Reggie? 92. Yeah. You guys were three and four years old when that happened. Well, I was in my my third year with the Packers. You know, that's how long ago. I started on my 27th birthday. I was a senior in high school. Yeah, I was 30 years old. I just turned 46. 30 years ago. That's where we're at, man. I mean, it's been so long, and people want to be like, well, you're being negative. Well, it's, it's frustration. Right, it's okay. We've seen them get to the divisional round. That's awesome. We haven't seen this team do a considerable amount of actual winning when you're competing for Super Bowls and championships in our lifetime. All right, guys, we want to get you started on time, but I do need to mention this as I only am just seeing it. We mentioned earlier that uh, well, let's go. The offensive tackle is being brought this, off this the is IR. A weird one. Let's go. This is a um, weird one. Rashawn Evans gets released, and yeah. apparently we add a, a little bit more context to that. Dallas Morning News letting us know that uh, Rashawn Evans was arrested okay. yesterday, okay, marijuana. in Frisco for a little bit of possession of marijuana. Okay, there we go. And so I don't know how much all of that factors together. I'm imagine you guys will untangle that sure. we'll, and we'll uh, untangle. and more. You can on do the all the Nation. marijuana you want if you're a good player. Okay. You just can't do marijuana when you're yeah. not a good player. Well, look, I'll leave that. I'll leave that. Uh, <laughs> those decisions and uh, that discussion to Zach and Broadus, the G Bag Nation. Um, myself, Mike. We wish you a good afternoon. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Can't See Masterpiece on 105.3 The Fan. Be easy. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.